Hello adventurers, and welcome to The Game Master and Me, a two-player tabletop role-playing podcast with me, your host, Craig Burton. Hello adventurers, and welcome back to The Game Master and Me. This week, it's discussion time. How exciting. Um, in which myself and James will be discussing the uh, game we just played, which was Armistice, which is a, a game James wrote using the basic roleplay system from Chaosium. So yeah, have a little listen and we'll say some words. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean I had I had kind of prepared up to basically where you meet the beast. Yeah. And then it was like, well, I just don't know what you're gonna do. Uh, so I have no idea. And there were a few tasty things in there, kind of like, are you gonna try and heal your brother? Are you going to just take him with you? Are you going to leave him? Are you going to, I don't know, you could do anything really. Um, And you were getting more and more, um, you were getting less and less sane as it went on. So obviously the whole role was a sanity role. Yeah, yeah. Um, But because I didn't want to make it too obvious, I didn't want to kind of set it up as a Cthulhu game. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted wanted to set it up as a an investigation game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i didn't obviously mention that and i tracked that so you started off on 65 sanity yeah and you got down to 31 okay um but i'm impressed actually that you that you did that well mm. um because yeah there were obviously quite a few roles um yeah and yeah. then i used the um the uh, insanity die oh yeah yeah uh, that you got that, from thinking we got yeah, yeah. Um, and it just kept coming up on um, uh, what was it? Um, delusions, delusions, and screaming. Yeah, huh. <laughs> and um, and so that was the fingernails. Yeah, uh, which then that happened, and uh, and then it came up on um, shaking and amnesia a couple of times as well. So, um, but yeah, there you go. Okay, huh. um, that's quite a cool little thing that dice, isn't that? They're awesome. It yeah, it's awesome. It was really good inspiration because I didn't have that. I didn't have those effects in mind at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really, of, it's really yeah. easy to use. It just hmm. you just roll it. And I think actually because there's two on each side. I don't know if you're meant to just you pick the one that's actually upright or something like that. But I thought, ah, why not combine the two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why um, not? Yeah, well, and it just tied into the story quite well as well. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Have a little that's yawn. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I like I like that. I the end was good as well. I like where you ended it because I really wanted to go back down there and find out more. But obviously, you can't <laughs> find out more. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like I don't know. Don't know what would have happened if you were able to go back down there. I mean, like it would have been bonkers to go back down a place which, uh, you know, killed two of your soldiers yes, because absolutely. it was unstable and yeah, yeah, yeah. and crushed another one's arm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what they would have thought as well about like how you got a dead body i mean i'm just trying to get my head around the sort of story behind it so was it is this this is a german oh was this a german facility and that beast just happened to find them and now the beast is manufacturing these diggers um so the um i think the i think it's a combination of things i think the germans dug a bit too deep yeah they um and this moon beast um they do actually because um because i got that from the the cthulhu book yeah uh, the cthulhu monster book that i bought and um and they do do this thing where they enslave races and mm. they feed on 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 fear and stuff um and so the idea was is that this moon beast has found um a place of extreme 
fear yeah and yeah. despair and and death yeah um where it can feed on it and um and it's basically found the place where it can thrive on it most which is underneath no man's land yeah yeah where it can take the um it can take the memories and the the souls of the um of the fallen yeah. um from underneath the mud from underneath no man's land so it's kind of teasing them down it's kind of drawing them down from the ceiling um but then also kind of healing them up a bit so that so that their bodies didn't decay so much that their minds couldn't couldn't work yeah um and it, it built up a little bit of a team um to do this and it actually then ended up controlling the um the, the that sort of german area yeah of the yeah. line okay uh, that's why it wanted the war to continue yes yeah, yeah so that, yes. that's why they had the messages in um in the hold radio the line. Hold just the line. for months we just hold the line um yeah um yeah and so that's ah. that really. so it was sort of teasing them down but it also it doesn't it's not very good at sensing so i mean i'm so glad that you just because i had that in mind that um if you kind of tried to drown out the the fear and the despair with with happy memories mm. that it that would work and you went straight to that yeah i liked that yeah. i thought that worked really nicely actually the, the, yeah that's the... brilliant yeah. um and especially we set that up as well because with the hip flask mm. and the um and the backstory oh, it's almost like uh, we planned it but we didn't plan it but it's almost we like didn't... we did yeah yeah i, like I mean I... Like that yeah absolutely yeah definitely because i i didn't want to make it so easy um mm. there was obviously there was an option if you uh if you did get kind of like um a bit um done in by the beast if you did just pass out through fear and or whatever um yeah and it would have ended again in um in you being kind of because what it would have done is you would have ended up in the dormitory. You would have kind of like passed out and woken up in the dormitory, exactly. probably next to your dead brother yeah. being pumped with a black liquid or something. Yeah. And that throws up another dilemma, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, that was cool. That was good fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, that was, that was cool. cool. I really like that. I really like that. And this is, so this is, um, yeah, just the basic role-playing game again. Um, it is, basic role-playing system, yeah. It can do um, anything. Because it was a, I know you can, really. <laughs> um, because it was essentially Cthulhu and yeah. investigation, I didn't, there weren't really many mortal threats. No, no. So that was quite nice, because it meant that um, that I didn't have to worry about you just getting having a bad role in getting shot and killed or something mm, yeah yeah um as a one player you yeah. know game um the only thing i did worry about was um was whether you would just go crazy um but then that's the end of a cthulhu game if you go yes. crazy really yeah, isn't it you know it if you get so insane that you're permanently insane mm. i mean you are kind of permanently insane now but like it's more just temporary insanity effects effects that reoccur yeah yeah um, so yeah, the, the, actually, the, that worked quite well. Mm. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. That was good. That was good. I don't really know what else there is to. Add. Oh, there was something that we wanted to talk about, wasn't there? Oh, how did you? Um, so the the um, sanity thing that you fudged in, because obviously that's not part of the basic role playing thing, is it? Is it in there? Um, yeah, there is some guidance in the basic okay. role playing um, system book. There's a whole chapter on insanity. Yeah. 
um, and sanity and stuff, which is which is very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so I knew that there was going to be a a mechanic for doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sort of tracking it. Um, how to decide? You can actually. There is actually a table to roll uh, like percentile dice. I think for effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just too much fun using just a uh, a die. You know, just a kind of a quick one shot game. Um, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's good. I, I like it. I like it as a little one shot. That's quite cool. Um, yeah, the thing with um, investigating and not having. Uh, fighting and stuff is I suppose it works for a short game but not necessarily for a campaign but then I suppose you don't really get a campaign out of Cthulhu well you can do actually there's a couple of Cthulhu games that work as campaigns I think but they generally doesn't lend itself to that does it no I've read quite a lot of um a lot of um adventures yeah Cthulhu adventures where they're kind of um basically yeah you're just investigating one thing stuff yeah yeah yeah, or it's a kind of um, a couple of characters that are permanently investigators. Yes, like that's their job, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, like kind of Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Watson or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they they have different adventures. Mm. Um, in some cases, I suppose you could have adventures that were kind of linked, and so they could use knowledge that they found out in one adventure that would increase over time. Yeah, and that yeah. would probably help, and that would be a bit campaign-like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think with Cthulhu, one of the things that you want to shoot for is um, to be a little bit scary. Yes, yeah. Um, that were, yeah. There, there were there were points during this uh, where where I generally felt quite unnerved. Yeah, not gonna excellent. lie. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Sat here alone in this little room. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Most of the um, most of the effects bits were a bit ad-libbed really Mm. um but yeah i suppose just have a think about what scares you yeah yeah um yeah that was cool that was really cool that was really cool and it was a little adventure i was a little bit worried about it being too short but i suppose i don't think you can i don't think it can really be too short can it i mean i don't know i think the only thing so shortness i think is probably advantageous to um having it too long skype sessions yes yeah yeah it is yeah yeah um so that's good so we we've done this we did the we did the prep yeah and then we basically did the game over two sessions didn't we Mm. um so that was quite good in that sense um the only thing is um does it give you time to get into the character and to get into the story really yeah Um, yeah i like often find uh scary stuff like Cthulhu a little bit tricky to get into the character uh, because you're trying to I don't know I guess it's I guess it's all about storytelling and finding reasons to do it but you're trying to make someone yeah. go against what you think you would naturally do like if I walked into a room and there was a headless guy like stirring some goo in a pot um, once I'd got close and realised that that person was actually headless and not someone in a fancy Halloween costume, I think mm. I'd I think I'd head back upstairs and hang out with my mate in relative safety until someone came back to rescue us. But then yeah. I suppose at the same time he's got a sense of duty to go and try and find a way of freeing him. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's tricky because you've got a, like well and also because that sort of situation isn't usual it's kind of quite tricky to think how 
would I react to that? Oh, yeah, how, yeah. How would I feel? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'd feel very differently to, to how, how Thomas actually felt. <laughs> yeah, it is quite hard, actually, um, to try and get a player yeah. to to go down the route that you know is going to be the most fun yeah. and the best game. Mm. Um, because, you know, most of the time it's kind of like probably the most dangerous route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the most scary. But then well, that's, that's what's the thing. Be fun. And also, if you're so, if you want the most fun route to be the most scary one, also if if you're doing a a horror story and you're doing it right, and the player is genuinely a little bit like scared or a little bit yeah. unnerved and not wanting to do it, then they're naturally going to not want to go down the fun, play cautiously. But then I suppose that's not a bad thing, is it? I don't know. Well. I don't know. Find um, I guess I guess maybe you have to have a little chat. I have to have a little off the record chat before yes. the game yeah. about like okay, you know, just be just be bold. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and go for your curiosity more than um like real life kind of how it yeah, would be played. Yeah. Um so that's maybe one way of getting around it. Um obviously there's lots of there was lots of stuff to try and motivate you to mm. go you know, like uh, you know, potentially one of your other soldiers dying under your charge, yeah. when all you need to do is find something to to lever out. That's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and then all these clues to basically say spades this way. <laughs> Sp- <laughs> I love that healing and digging. Yeah. Was that was that yeah. intentional from the start? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, like, basically, obviously, there was the I ha- I wanted to make sure that there was the motivation for you to go down and find yeah, that stuff yeah um and um and also i thought well it works <laughs> quite well with the fact that it's a cave and that it's a compound and at some point it would have you would have needed spades to be digging out the yeah. uh the cave really yeah, and, yeah. and under the under the no man's land hmm. um so yeah so it kind of did make sense that they were down there um i did i did put some swords in there if you remember yeah 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 I did wonder if you were going to get a sword and try and um, stab the uh, beast. Um, that would have been quite fun. Um, I can't can't remember what I thought would happen with that. Fighting big scary monsters is generally not advisable. Running away from them really. is the right thing to do. Yeah. Particularly if you're on your own. Uh, that's mm. that's that's what I've always found when I've encountered big scary monsters in my day to day life. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, you wouldn't have gone well if you're basically fighting it was not the good option. No, no. Um, but then I think there was enough, um, there was enough information there for you to realise that. Yeah, when I shot it and it got bigger. There was that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I think you can probably you could probably rationalise that as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Everything especially with the, the memories and stuff. Oh, yeah. do you want to know the other couple of options for the endings? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, one of them, which I, which only had a, um, a one in six chance, because I was my least favourite, yeah. was <laughs> uh, writes to local MP and tries to lobby world leaders about uh, moon beasts and is committed to a hospital <laughs> for the mentally insane. Okay, okay. Um, and then there was uh, the one that you got, which was writes a science fiction book mm. um, about travelling to the moon, which inspires the space race. That had a two in six chance. Yeah. Uh, of happening and the one that was my favorite which um had a three and six chance 50 yeah. 50 chance of ca- coming true was uh becomes a uh, researcher of cthulhu uh mythos in general yeah. and you and this the timing for this works quite well 
because you meet up with someone called HP Lovecraft. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And genuinely, like, I think, um, I think I looked, and um, and HP Lovecraft was just coming, just coming into things at that yeah, time. Yeah. So you, he would have looked up to you. Mm. Potentially, then the the implication is is that you then inspire him to, to write. write all this yeah. stuff. Oh, anyway, so, quite... so you you publish yeah. your findings, um, or he he publishes the findings, um, but again, unfortunately, they're labelled as fiction. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. No. Um, so yeah, but uh, yeah, that was quite fun. It was quite fun doing that actually because. You know, you can always come up with different endings. It's yeah. like, oh, which one will it be? Which one's the best? And and to a certain extent, you want it to be a bit kind of uh, based on probability, really. So I was yeah. quite happy with that. Nice. Mm. No, that's cool. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was really fun. Good fun. really fun. Yeah. Cool. I'd like to squish the beast, but, you know, you don't, you don't <laughs> yeah. squish beasts. You don't Good get luck to squish with that. beasts all the time. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I really hope you enjoyed that. And I really hope you got something from it. Um, I mean, I know it's just sort of me and James chatting about stuff, really. But I think it's nice to give a little insight into what we do. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we will be back in a week's time with our next episode, which will be a new adventure, which will be Fiasco from Bully Pulpit Games. Um, if you want to get in touch with us in the meantime, you can find us through the usual t- channels. Uh, we're on Twitter at the GM and Me. We're on Facebook, which is also the GM and Me. Or you can go to our website, which is thegamemasterandme.com and find all sorts of information and contact details there. So I shall see you in a week's time. Have a great one and uh, stay vigilant, adventurers. 